Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the best versions of themselves. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women and special edition episodes that feature guest interviews and current events. Now, all in her opinion, here is your host, Maya Roffler. Hi guys, today we're talking about how can leaders create healthy competition. I get this question from time to time from my one-on-one clients dealing with leadership and how to be an effective leader and how to be a better leader. And if you guys haven't heard, I'm taking on more one-on-one clients and I would love to hear from you. I'd love to work with you and I'm doing complimentary one-on-one 30-minute calls to find out what's going on with you and your leadership maybe needs or how you can become a more effective leader. So send me a message at Maya Roffler. I'm really active on Instagram, as you probably see, but at My Opinion Podcast too. Uh, Check it out. I would love to help you. But let's dive into this episode. I get this question from time to time and... I love it. So how can leaders create a healthy, competitive environment? So personally, in my opinion, I have watched even, you know, in my 34 years, (laughs) I've watched our society shift in general with an overall attitude towards competition. Let's look at this, right? So our children, I don't personally have children, but my friends have children And even my sister, who is 10 years younger than me, I watched this happen with her. They get awards for participating. Okay, that's great. And it was in the beginning, I understood the concept of it. It's a morale builder. Okay, wonderful. But even as adults, like we get completion certificates. Okay, and I think that's great too. But why are we like the list goes on and on. Like we also are babying like failure and why are we shying away from competition especially in the workplace why are we shying away from it why has it become this negative thing well in my opinion i think some people believe it has a negative connotation i don't personally myself but i come from a sales background and i thrive on competition but not everyone is like that I have worked with people that the second I tell them that I'm a competitive person, they literally look like a turtle, like they're going within themselves, within their shell. It would confuse me sometimes because I'm like, I want to be like comfortable with you and I want to be friendly. I want to have a friendly competition with you. Like this means I like you (laughs) that I'm telling you that I'm competitive. So it was confusing for me, but as time went on, I've understood this more and more. Truly, we all thrive in competitive environments. Why is that? Well, because when our leaders create a positive competitive environment, it makes our teams more motivated. It makes them more innovative. Yeah, it even makes them more collaborative. But how? How is that possible? Because there are those people, like the person I just described, unfortunately has happened more than once, the turtle, I like to say that, goes within their shell and wants nothing to do with the competitive 
person. This particular person that I'm thinking of right now, I, I remember saying, you know, well, that's great that, you know, you don't want to compete against me, but, you know, I want you to be the best, but I'm going to be better than you. Well, we were on a team. Like, you should have some competitive edge. We were building camaraderie, but also competitiveness. So it was confusing to me. But I also look back and reflect and understand that something was broken with the leadership. And that's where it all begins. Everything always starts at the top, like we talk about on all of these episodes. Well, if you're thinking to yourself, how can I create a competitive environment if your environment isn't competitive or if it is competitive, but it's really unhealthy or anything in between? Here's how you can create healthy competition as a leader within your department, organization, division, whatever it is that you lead. So first and foremost, teach your teams that it's okay to agree to disagree. Yeah, it is. Conflict is a good thing. I don't understand why we think this is a bad thing. Like in your relationships, think about your most important relationships. Don't you have conflict? I know that I do. And I know that every time I have some kind of conflict, it pushes me forward. Conflict is a good thing. It doesn't mean that it's negative. This is how new ideas and innovation happen. You as the leader set the tone for this. You also set the expectation of acceptance of this as a leader. In addition, you have to show your team that you're open to hearing the honest feedback. So set the example for this. Show that you're willing to agree to disagree, but be open to it and and let them know that. Motivate your teams. So this doesn't really sound like something okay (laughs) with competition like how okay yes but reward your employees that perform because they deserve it that sounds obvious but also be sure that you play fair because if you have this reward system that is so heavy on one side or the other oh it becomes so dysfunctional so fast And I feel like all of us are thinking (laughs) right now about some company where we're like, oh, or a teacher's pet type situation. And we're so turned off right now by that. So play fair. And how do you do that? You set expectations and you give tools to succeed. Unfortunately, there have to be consequences for poor performance. There's ways to go about that. I have other episodes that outline that, but you have to give your team all the tools that are necessary to succeed. And when that unfortunately doesn't happen, there's reasons why, and there's another episode outlining that, but when someone is doing an exceptional job, we have to reward them when they're going above and beyond because what happens when there is like everything, the scales, there's the scales out of balance when we're not rewarding our really high performers and they're going above and beyond, they start to feel like, I don't matter. I can work my freaking butt off and it doesn't matter because 
Susie Joe down here doesn't really do anything, but like there's no consequences. So there has to be consequences for poor performance and there has to be rewards for excellence and exceptional performance. So it's also taking it a step further as a leader to motivate them and know what makes your team tick. And if you're able to know that as individuals, you're 10 steps ahead because you'll know what makes each one of them tick. Some of them are money motivated. Some of them are motivated by time off because they want to travel. Some of them want to spend time with their families. Some of them want to work remotely. Whatever that is, we talk about that on other episodes too. You know, what is your why and what is your purpose and where do you want to be? Knowing that is huge. So understanding that first is, is big. And if you're able to dig that deep with those individuals, it's a big deal. So another thing to think about is honesty. And honesty is the best policy. And it sounds so simplistic. And how does this play into competition? This is one of my personal values, regardless of what we're talking about in leadership. But it always applies to leadership. And it does with competition. If you as a leader are only able to give negative feedback or positive feedback, everything's going to feel the scales again, like we are going back to this all kind of lines up. The scales are going to feel out of balance. So if you're only giving negative feedback, your people will feel beaten down. And who wants to strive for greatness then? They'll just give up. And they'll probably be seeking, you're probably going to find resumes printed out um, on the printer. You'll probably find on their browser search history that they're looking for other jobs. They're going to feel beat down. And then there's the flip side. If you're only giving positive feedback, you're doing them an equal disservice because you're not telling them how they can improve and how they can get better and how they can grow as an individual, personally, professionally. There are so many things as a leader, you have the power to impact someone's life, not just professionally, in every single way. The best leaders that I have worked for have impacted my life in every single aspect. And they're still in my life to this day. Over a decade later, we're now going on the second decade. That's incredible. And a lot of leaders will tell you that. I had this leader impact me. I had that leader impact me or influence me in a positive or negative way. So as a leader, we hold this power to impact in a positive or negative way. Which way are you going to choose? Well, honesty is the best policy. Yes, it's how you deliver it. Yes, that's your choice. But being honest... And being kind 
marrying those two together will never steer you wrong. But it is a part of competition because when you keep it real and you keep it respectful, your team will always strive for greatness because then you become the coach and you are the coach as the leader and you're pushing them towards greatness and they will be competitive naturally against one another making them the best team ever so be honest so this is one of my favorite tips make things fun make things fun push your people out of their comfort zones play games because you want to build camaraderie with your people and this can be kind of challenging sometimes with the remote work that we're doing now and all the different time zones and things that are happening but there are ways to do that and this is something i'm an expert in i have been leading remote teams for over 10 years i would love to work with you on this again send me a message i can help you with this there are so many creative ways now it is wonderful and there are companies that literally thrive and work with corporate and entrepreneurs so many different teams to do team building exercises but you can even create them on your own which i love i love but i think you should build this into your day-to-day life as a company so healthy competition between the team is good it's good and i'm going to give you some examples here because this is really important so (laughs) this is a personal one i love this so i remember When my husband and I met, uh, we were working together. I, both of us had really stepped out of our work comfort zones. So those of you who follow me know my husband is a chef and I obviously am an entrepreneur, podcaster, (laughs) writer, all these other things, right? Um, event planner, lots of stuff. So coach, but at the time, him and I were both working in IT and I was in sales. He was in uh, recruiting and he had been recruiting for a little while before we met or even worked at this company together. But anyway, there was this exercise one day and we had to, as like a team, it didn't matter like what you were doing, whether you were a recruiter or on sales, whatever it was, you had to make so many calls that day to potential candidates. And I think you guys have picked this up by now. <laughs> I'm exceptionally competitive and he is too. And we were just friends at the time. I, I think we had probably known each other two months at that point, maybe two, three months. But uh, anyway, we were up against each other and making calls, but it was a really fun exercise. And we were all hitting the phones and calling, calling, calling. It was healthy competition, but it was something that our leader made really fun. And God bless him. He really reminded us of Michael Scott, but that's another podcast for a different day. (laughs) But we were so productive. Everyone, the recruiters, sales, directors, all of us, we loved it. Now, of course, you know who won. 
moi. <laughs> but my husband was right behind me because we're both super competitive. And now you know the rest is history. But anyway, <laughs> the point is, it, that's what healthy competition is. Creating that environment where you want to do well for yourself. You want to do well for your leader. And we really did. We had such a fun time in that environment. Another example of that was when the conclusion of that day happened and my husband, my now husband and I went out for uh, drinks at some point or whatever. And, and now we even talk about this to this day. He tells me about his previous job before he, you know, got back into being a chef, but his previous job before we met, he was recruiting and he told me about being the top, he was the top recruiter where he came from and how important it was for him to be, yes, it was great for him to be the top recruiter, but if he wasn't doing well against like the top of the top talent, it didn't matter. And so we would chat about that because I got what he was saying. It's called, it's good, healthy competition. I knew he was working for a really great leader because what he was saying and what he says when he talks about this, and he's still friends with this guy. It was like the second recruiter behind him. If that recruiter wasn't doing well, then why would he want to beat him? And I knew automatically then when he was telling that story, when he tells the story now, that's healthy, good competition, but it creates an amazing team. So when you're setting that standard as a leader, you know that you're creating a culture of the winner of the team is the winner of a winning team. And I tell my husband that I'm like, yes. You want it to be the best, but you want it to be the best of the best. And that's why I believe that competition is healthy, but it's how a leader creates those standards. It's how you create that healthy competition standard. And I've witnessed it myself. I've been a part of it. And it's also creating an environment in which you give your team the tools to succeed. So then they are <laughs> like how my husband was in that situation where he was a part of a winning team, but he wanted to be the best of the winning team. Or when we were both hitting the phones, making those calls and wanting to beat one another, being the best of the best, that's when it becomes fun. And then if you lose, it's, it. you know what? You're still a winner because you're a part of a team that wants to win and you make it fun. That's how you know you've created a healthy, competitive work environment. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.